Jesus with the Love and Unity broadcast. I hope you are blessed today. Hallelujah. We are going to have a good time today. I have a special guest with me today, and she's going to come on in a few minutes and eloquently bless us with <laughs> a message from the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. But I am honored to have her with me today. She's in New York tonight. Hallelujah. But from her hotel room, she has decided to join us for our live broadcast. And today we are going for one hour, not a half hour, but one hour, which gives us more time to discuss the things of God. So at this time, I like to welcome Apostle Dr. Baser Baker is with us today. <laughs> Dr. Baker, how are you today? I am fabulous. You know, you just mess up my name all the time. I don't know how many times <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Dr. Baker, J. Baker, Baker, Baker. It's easy. Well, I try to say Baser Baker, hallelujah. I, I know you try to be proper. It's people, you know, they can tell that we're family. They have to be able to tell that we're family, you know, because you're, you're well, just packing up those things, you know? All I know is that uh, we're going to have a good time today. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But it's an honor to have you with you. me today. You're also a member of the Senior Council of Love and Unity. You have a church in uh, the San Jose or Mateca area Mateca, now, Mateca. which is the Astounding Love Ministries. Hallelujah. And I've uh, been out there with you a few times, and God's doing some special things out there with you and your daughter, Pastor Lanzine. And, uh, of course, you guys are a big part of Love and Unity and a part of my life today. And it it's so good to have you today. Hallelujah. Thank What's you. going on there in New York? Oh, well, uh -huh. we have a congregation here also. Oh, okay. And um, the congregation here, I've met with them, and I'm just having meetings and things with them. And then the next place I'll be going is to Missouri because we have work there too. And some of the some of the people from this congregation have come to our love and unity. They're all wrapped up. They're wrapped up in it also. So wow. Well, you've been a part of love and unity for what now? Almost uh, almost two years now. By now, no. Mm -hmm. Praise mm -hmm. God! And you came in, and uh, Apostle Calvin Cook is the one that brought you on and uh, introduced you to us. And you've been glued to us ever since. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I think I, I think it's because I am such a wonderful person that you just decided to connect to us. <laughs> Praise God. But we've been able to connect and uh, our hearts with one another. Uh, and it's been such a wonderful uh, uh, relationship that God has built between us. And uh, of course, now I'm involved also in your daughter's life. Lanzine as a, a spiritual father and uh, mm -hmm. and that's that's a blessing all by itself knowing you're her spiritual mother you're her apostle you're her pastor and yet you still said you know what you need more than that and I'm going to connect you with Apostle Eddie and uh, and her right. and I did she didn't really see everything at the beginning but then God spoke to her and ministered to her and uh, now she she calls me Papa Eddie now hallelujah and you have input with my granddaughter also. Arena. And your granddaughter. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Amen. And mm -hmm. uh, it's a wonderful thing. And of course, you and I both work with people that uh, see me as their spiritual father and you as a spiritual uh, father like one in their life, too. Of course, we call both uh, men and women fathers and sons. Hallelujah. So people don't 
uh, get all crazy on us, hallelujah, because they're still <laughs> caught up on the female and the male and the daughter and the son and the mother and the brother and all that stuff. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> we're, we're, we're fathers of the father and we're sons of the sons, hallelujah. Right. They're neither male nor female, hallelujah, amen. And uh, there's some people in, in that go to your church uh, and you are a an apostle and a, and, a, and a father to them, but also I am a father to them as well. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> and that's a wonderful thing that's happening in the body of Christ that we are so uh, connected in heart and trust one another that there's no competition or jealousy. <laughs> Whatever can help our spiritual sons and daughters more. Praise God. Hallelujah. We want that to happen. We want them to have all that they could have so they could become the mature sons of God and be equipped for everything that God has called them to do. I don't have all the answers. You don't have all the answers, but together we could give them more answers. You know, uh, Lanzine is actually my biological daughter also. So it's yes. like when you trust not just um, the spiritual or whatever, but it's it's all it's all of that, you know. And this is something that is uh, interesting because there is no jealousy, there is no competition, there is none of that, you know. You can't be as wonderful as I am, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would agree with that. I believe you're wonderful. <laughs> And, uh, you know, ministry could be a lot of fun, too. You know, sometimes people make ministry so spiritual that they're no fun. <laughs> and we could have fun and enjoy our connections and our relationships. Hallelujah. Amen. And build the kingdom of God together. You and I are a part of a senior council with other great men of God. Hallelujah. That uh, God's using all across the nation. It's amazing how God has put together this company of of seasoned leaders together. Talk to us a little bit about your experience in being part of the senior council. Well, you know, it's a very interesting thing because many people look at it and they say, you're the only female. And, um, you know, doesn't that bother you? And I'm wondering, why would it bother me? I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, uh, I don't think of myself in, I mean, you know, I'm all woman. But I don't think of myself as that because one of the, I mean, you know, in, in, in that aspect. And uh, I was talking to one of our council uh, uh, people, Apostle McGee, and one of the things that he said, he says, you have a unique way of being who it is that you are, that you can jump in and you can say things and you will say things that we haven't even thought about because it's we all think a different way. And even in my private practice, most of the people that I have dealt with over the years have been the male gender. And, um, you know, um, so it's one of those things that I'm very comfortable. I'm not, um, you know, I'm not in competition. I don't try to preach like a man. I don't try to be <laughs> a man. I enjoy being all I would pray for you if you did, hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, men are, men are very bossy and, and uh, men are very bossy and, yeah. and, and all of that. And so, you know, I just, I just let you guys go ahead and be the bossy people that you are until <laughs> I decide that it's different. You know, it's just yeah. like... Can I be the boss? You know, you you guys are really great. You don't ask us if you can be the boss. You're just the boss, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but it's, it's uh, we get a lot accomplished. We pray together. We pray for each other. We do things and, and uh, we interact and let, allow our weaknesses. You know, in my field, I do temperament therapy. I do belief therapy. And one of the things of it is, is this, God has created us with five temperaments. I mean, different people, different temperaments, different blends and all of this. And in those five temperaments, it's so, this is the ingrained you, it's not the personality, but it's the one that he created in us. And it has strengths and weaknesses. So there's no way in the world that I can do everything that I need to do for me. I need someone to be able to move into those weaknesses. And what God has done, I really believe with this, uh, with this senior council, is that he has made us so that the area that we're weakest in, there's someone else with the strength. And uh, we're able to, to inter, 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 intertwine in ways that um, many, many ministries, many places in the world uh, do not do. And it's because we trust one another, we love one another, we, we can fight with one another, we fight for one another, and whatever it is that we have to say to each other, we're open to be able to do this. And, and so, we're mature enough where we can disagree with one another and still love one another. Yes. You know, we, we don't see that much in the body of Christ. Once you disagree with somebody, you cut them off and don't want to have nothing to do with them. And that's not way we are love and unity. We want our disagreements to come forth because it helps us to come together to a better wisdom, a better answer, a, a better ability to serve the people of God. So all of us on there, you know, we have different backgrounds. It's amazing uh, uh, how God has put us together. We didn't know each other mm -hmm. and we're a council not to be a hierarchy, not to be a denomination, not to even be an organization, but a council as of a, a kingdom representative on the earth today to represent the ecclesia in the earth. Hallelujah. So we could give proper governments to the body of Christ that represent Christ himself who is the king, who is the cornerstone, who also the Holy Spirit we trust as our governor, hallelujah, who governs us and leads us and guides us and directs us, hallelujah. And, you know, people ask, how come I don't have more women on the, on the council? Well, you know, we're not like the world where we pick a woman because she's a woman or we pick a man because he's a man. We choose people as the Spirit of God leads us based on the grace gifts that God's placed in their life and based on who the Lord has chosen. And we open the door for that because we believe in women uh, as far as being in fivefold ministry gift. We can believe they could be any part of the fivefold, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, because in the kingdom, there is no male and female. And when God created Adam, in Adam was both male and female, hallelujah. It wasn't until the fall that they were separated and became Adam and Eve, but they are all one. So God loves women in authority, hallelujah, amen. God was going to, I believe this next coming year, so we're going to see a lot more women come forth and be leaders in the body of Christ and operate the authority and the church is going to begin to accept it because it's God. We need them. Hallelujah. Amen. To be part of what God is doing. Praise the Lord. Amen. And I'll tell you, love and unity is helping a lot of people. Uh, since you've been in love and unity, you've been a part of a lot of the Zooms. What has been your experience on the Zooms you've been on and how people have been blessed and touched through, through the Zooms we have on love and unity? 
Well, Apostle Andy, you said so much until I have to go back. Uh, okay. You, know, you talk so you, you, you talk like I write. You know, you, you think he's going to say one sentence and it's a whole paragraph and no periods, no commas, no any of those. But things. it was so, eloquent, eloquent, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I have to go back to something. <clears throat> you know, when I was first uh, 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 talked to about. Uh, the senior council. I thought I was being picked because I was a senior and I was older than all of y'all. Without needing somebody to help you, I thought that was that was the reason. That was if the people reason. if people knew that age, they would be amazed. Hallelujah, amen. And I'm not going to tell them, Hallelujah, That's, amen. You but you got that right. Okay, but at, at, at any rate, w one of the things that um, I appreciate it's like Apostle AJ and my prophet Andrew. Um, and I call him my prophet because I'm I I I, I own I own all of all, all of the, the the guys that I that I uh, work with, and one of the things that I'm finding, and and one of the things that I really pray for women, in ministry is that women will begin to accept themselves as who they are and who God made them. See. What's happened is this, women have been in competition with men and they've been trying to prove that they are worthy of the call of the apostleship, of the, of the prophetship, of the pastorship, of the evangelistship, of any and all of those Any ships. ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they've been trying to prove this thing and in their insecurity, in the way that many women think about themselves, this is what has been a, a holdback. This is what has been disruptive also to the body of Christ. A man, a male person can push a woman forward, but if a woman or a man does not know who they are, how they think, why they're here, what their purpose and their metron is for, they will mess things up. Why will they mess things up? Because they're going to constantly be doing, it's working, it's work, it's work, it's work, just like it is in the body of Christ, you know. It's it's not the grace. See, I'm moved by the grace that's in me. I know my strengths. I know my weaknesses. I get pushed a little bit further than all of that. This is one of the things about the Zooms and love and unity. It has pushed me uh, uh, past some things that were uncomfortable, pushed me into another comfort place, but it's also allowed me to do things that I like to do. I, I really enjoy when you're speaking. I enjoy being the monitor. You know, it's like being the home monitor. I get to meet people. I get to tell you like people, being the you know, facilitator, yes. yes. Yes, the facilitator. I get to tell you, okay, your 25 minutes are up. Stop it right now. You know, that kind of thing. I get to do that, all right? So, yeah. you know, I get to carry the badge for the day. But, um, you, you know, know, one of the things I notice is that women not only have the problem with what you're talking about, but they're in competition of each other. You know who's going to be the main woman speaker? Who's going to be the leading woman that's that's on all the airwaves today? And and there's so much jealousy among women getting up there and and being used of God. They have all these women gatherings, mostly sometimes to be in competition with one another instead of serving the people for the purpose of helping them. And male bashing. And male bashing, yes. This is one of the things you, you know, and one of the things that I try to tell people, I tell people when we're when I'm doing marriage, marriage counseling or marriage therapy, I don't do counseling at all. 
is I let the person know your husband is not your problem. Your wife is not your problem. Your marriage is not your problem. Your marriage is fine. But it's you that's jacked up and it's you that's <laughs> jacked up and you're the ones that's going to have to deal with yourself. It's an inside job. And yeah. so <clears throat> what happens is this is just like culture. It's just like anything else. We blame other people. And, and this is why the kingdom of God operating in the kingdom of God is so essential at this time because the, in the kingdom, you can't blame anybody for anything. The only one that you can blame is the king himself and he is blameless. That's so right. as we get it so that uh, uh, there, the, the competitiveness or the, the pettiness and these things dissipate, it, it's just like uh, my daughter, Pastor Lanzine, Lanzine really is eloquent. She speaks eloquently. She's she sure a writer. Is. She's a, a, a musician. She's she's. Um, I mean, she does all of these. She does all of these things. She's a fabulous teacher. She can preach a little bit. She don't preach as good as I do on that one. Don't do that. She don't scream and holler like I can. You know, she can, she can get a little. She can get a little rocking going there. But, but uh, you know, she is all of these things and. Uh, the people will meet her soon because she's going to do a program on uh, on the same broadcast. But the thing is, is this, it's not just her. It's like Latasha, who's one of our daughters also. It's like we're uh, elevating her. It's like this one and this one. I want to see all of these people in female houses and in male houses achieve what it is that God wants them to do. And one of the things that I think that all of all of us and especially the women that are coming up and then the older ones that have talked this 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 trash talk one of the things that um uh that's a big problem is you're not true to yourself when you're true to yourself you know who you are nobody can stop me from doing anything when i was growing up and uh and and in teenagehood and in early 20s 30s 40s anyway in in those different numbers you know, people would blame a group of people. They bring white people for doing something and they're holding me back. I found out something very early in life. No one can hold me back. No one can stop me. No one can do anything if God is for me and I am willing That's to right. do what it is that he wants me to do. The only person that can hold me back is me because That's God right. does not have these reins on me. No man, no woman, no anything. So when you're when you don't want to do something, when you're lazy, lazy, when you're you're as my mother would say, when you're trifling, which means that you're not <laughs> going to push ahead, then what happens is you find something or someone to blame. And we in love and unity are taking the blame out of it. We're praying right. for those. And we're saying nobody can stop you. What's in you? We have offered therapy to people and and uh, 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 through my services and charged them nothing to help them get from one place to another. We have done many different things. Ministers have called. This is one group of people that will call people that will have lunch with them, that will talk to them on the phone, that will interact with them, that will be real with them. And this is a part. This is the kingdom of God. This is the kingdom of God's way. This is being transparent. This is not being conformed to the religious world, which is That's the world right. system, but this That's is being right. transformed by.
the way that we think. And we have to have the mind of Christ. Otherwise, we'll walk in all of those, I cannot do it. I cannot do, I cannot. That the, I'm not enough. I am not from the I am not tree. And the kingdom right. of God, all of us are from the I am tree. We can <laughs> do this because God has assigned us to do it. So Amen. this is what it is that we if, if God be for us, who could be against us, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. Yep. And God is for us. And God is for us to overcome <laughs> and to be able to be all that he's called us to be. You know, today, uh, most of the church has bought into the secular world's philosophy. And their minds have been trained to think like the world. Women have been trained to think like the women of the world. And, mm -hmm. and men have been trained to think like the men of the world. Instead of looking to see what the word of God has to say about men and women, hallelujah. They're both powerful. They're both needed, glory to God. And they're all to become something that we seem to ignore is mature. And that's the problem is there's no maturity in men and women today to represent Christ properly in the earth. A mature woman would not become jealous of another woman. A mature woman is not trying to get into competition with another woman. A mature woman is not competing with other women. Instead, they prefer each other better than themselves. And they want the other women to be blessed. They want the other women to do better than them. Hallelujah. Amen. They support each other. They encourage one another. They comfort one another. And they stand with one another. Same thing in a marriage. The reason why marriages are messed because of the way they think. As a man thinketh, so is he. Hallelujah. Amen. And I like us to talk a lot about that today. The Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We are living in a time of transformation. God is reforming his church by bringing transformation to the sons of God so we can begin to have the mind of Christ. But there's so much junk thinking out there today, wrong thinking, religious thinking, worldly thinking, fleshly thinking, and God has to have mature fathers in the body of Christ today that are teaching people how to think right and how to act right and how to behave right, hallelujah, how to grow up, hallelujah, amen. Tell me what it takes for someone to get their mind renewed in the, according to the scriptures today, Dr. Baker. Okay, one of the things that you talked about was <clears throat> having your mind right and walking in these, these ways, being transformed so that you can have the mind of Christ. I believe this, that when we are born from above, when we're spirit-filled, uh, when we're baptized in Holy Spirit, baptized in water, baptized in, uh, you know, Apostle Cal brought forth such, and he really did do that eloquently uh, the other day on, on one of All the, the baptisms, yeah. Yes, he brought forth the baptisms. But, you know, uh, I, I think there's another baptism. It, it, maybe it's not found just this way in the Bible, but I think there's... <laughs> <laughs> there's 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 a baptism of sanity and so that's the one that i'm going to talk about tonight the baptism of sanity and in order to be able to walk with the mind of christ we have to live consistent with who god made us to be who we really really are now <clears throat> i can't be you 
I, I listen to you sometimes, and, and please, uh, uh, listeners, I want you to hear this one time. You will never hear this kind of a compliment probably ever again, but I'm telling truth tonight, and I need to be able to say this uh, on this program, okay? Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> you better chillax, dude. Okay, here's one thing. I listen to you sometimes, either when we're in our, our meetings and some of the things that God has given you to bring forth, I listen to you and I'm listening and I'm saying, where did he get that from? How, how did he get to speak this this way? Well, one of the things of it is, and this is what I found as I, as I, I, I um, uh, deal with how we are made, there's a part of Jesus that is in you that reveals things a certain way that other people need. When we start to realize that there is a part, remember Paul talked about he was to finish this, this, this part of Jesus in the earth. And Jesus said that it, his part was finished, but he said <clears throat> that we would do the greater things, that we would do those things. And that means that he in us would reveal the part of us that we must carry out. Well, the only way that that is going to happen, and that's in Romans 12, is to live consistent with who we really are. And that part is to, to, to pattern, is to reveal that part of the sun, reveal right. that part of the pattern sun so that we can move in it. And who we really are has to be inspired by the loving kindness, by the depth, by who it is that God is. When we start to realize this, that I am truly not my own, that I have truly been bought with a price, and that price, that price uh, uh, allowed the spirit of the living God to determine how I act and react to things, and it's on the inside of me, and when I go away from that, I am not truly living, I, I am not living authentic. I am not being an authentic living uh, uh, individual. I am not, I am going back to the old way. He says, when I was born again, when I was born from above, that we have been trans translated, that we have been, uh, that we have been a new creation, a new creation. It means that I'm not going back to the old ways. And yes. this is what Romans 12 is telling us that we have to be inspired. We have to be living according to the loving kindness of God. We have to walk in that practicality of expressing that part of Jesus. And when we do this, this is true worship unto him. And what it's doing is loving my neighbor as myself. But the thing that we've been, we, we've seen is that there is a lack of self-love because there's a lack of receiving love. Here it is, God says, I wanna love you and you're doing this. I, I don't deserve it. Well, heck to the no, you don't deserve it. <laughs> you don't deserve it. So what difference does that make? Okay, you probably don't deserve to live. If I got everything I deserved, I'd be in a lot of trouble. Got that, got that right. I don't want what I deserve. I want what his grace is giving me. And, and I, I, Ephesians I 4, 23 says this. It goes along with what you're saying. It says, and that you be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Hallelujah. Amen. And this is where most people miss it renewed in the spirit of your mind it comes from your spirit hallelujah that causes you to begin to talk and act and behave by the spirit of god within you and the more you release that it begins to transform your thinking 
so that your thinking becomes his way of thinking. Mm -hmm. Your understanding becomes enlightened, hallelujah. So we're not operating by the wisdom of man, but by the wisdom of God. And most stinking thinking is because they have foolish thinking. We got to get back to the wisdom of God. And the way we get back to the wisdom of God is letting the spirit of God from within us, like you're saying, is rise up inside of us and cause our mind to become transformed so we could begin to operate and think and talk the way God wants us to think and talk. You know, I agree with everything you said, but here's something that's really interesting. You know, I'm, I'm rewriting my book, The Spirit of the Fear of the Lord. <clears throat> and what happens is this, we have the spirit of God on the inside of us, but we're not living according to the spirit of the fear of the Lord. That's Holy Spirit himself. And when we start to live to the obedience, see, walking in the spirit of the fear of the Lord, it's walking in the obedience as God sees it. I get to do this. I get to do this. It's just like the word submission. It's like the word uh, um, uh, uh, obedience. It's all of these. People have looked at these things behind backwards, okay? What they have done, what we have done is we have made it a bad word. But the thing is, is that when we walk in the spirit of the fear of the Lord, and when we walk in the spirit of God, we're walking in the obedience of God. How do I know that? What did Jesus say? I only do what it is that my father says to do. I only do what I hear from him. So what does that say? That says I am obedient to that. Okay, I'm a doctor in psychology, not licensed by the state of California by choice because I do not believe, I do not agree with, uh, uh, with, with their DSM. I don't agree with the way that they see things. And the word of God, God told me to not do this because one of the things that he says, can too, can you walk with that world and this world and be in agreement? No, no I cannot. That's right. I'm going to have, there is no mixture. You, you talked about mixture earlier. If I walked in that world uh, where I'm operating under that, this is for me. I'm not trying to tell every yeah. therapist, psychologist, psychiatrist. I'm not trying to tell anybody else what to do. But in the place that God put me, he says, right. I want you to walk pure. I want you to walk holy. I want you to walk in this. And if my word does not say it, don't you do it. So I have to strain everything through the word of God. And this is one of the things that has been missing yeah. from the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher. We go to a world, we go to a religious system, which is the world's pattern. Religion is when it says, don't do this, do this. You can't do this. This is that you can't. You can't operate this way. You can't do this. This is something that is to contain you. Legalism. Than, that's right. That's it. Rather than rather than allowing, it's a controlling. It's a controlling system. And God says to walk free of that. He says, "Do not be conformed to this." Ro Romans do eight six says this: For the mindset on the flesh is death, but the mindset on the spirit is life and peace hallelujah i don't know about you but i rather have life and peace than death and he tells me how to get life and peace you got to set your mind on the spirit if your mind and the spirit are in oneness with each other you will have life and peace but if your mind is on the flesh 
If your mind is on the secular and the worldly, you're going to keep having death, separation from all that is called to bless you and honor you. God wants us to keep our mind on the spirit. So people need to learn to be led by the spirit. People need to learn how to be governed by the Holy Spirit. People need to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. And part of living by the flesh is living by the law. The religious system, it's of a fleshly nature trying to produce your own perfection, trying to produce things through performance. You can't perform to be a person of life and peace. The Holy Spirit will do that. If you listen to him, he rises up on the inside of you and he will bring you to a place of life and peace, which causes your mind to live by the spirit and not by the flesh. You know, he says this, <clears throat> he says, I want you to be practical. I want you to, to express worship in a practical sense. How, how Lord, how do I do that? How do I do that? How do I do that? He says, then uh, present to me your bodies and present it available for me as a living sacrifice. I don't want you dead. I don't want you as a dead sacrifice, but a living sacrifice. Do you realize how difficult it is to be a living sacrifice? I'm in this world. I'm not of it. I'm here to do the will of the Father. A living sacrifice, this pleases him more than any routine. It, uh, uh, in order to be a living sacrifice, I have, to, I have to make the time to be able to listen to him. I have to make it up in my mind that no matter what, no matter what happens in life, I will obey God. I will obey God. And I have, I, I have to be accountable to another person. I have to be accountable to another thing. This is another thing that I love about uh, I, I I love about love and unity, is that I am accountable. What I do matters. You have you have voice in my life. Apostle Cal has voice. Yeah, don't try that, boy. Uh, <laughs> you have voice in my life. So, uh, Apostle Cal can call me, and he can say, "Sister." Okay, and he's not talking that religious sister. Okay, we're we're we've we've known each other for about close to forty years or somewhere around there. It just keeps growing. At any rate, but he can speak into my life. He can ask me any question he wants to. Not that I'm gonna answer. One, there's one question I probably won't answer. But at any rate, uh, uh, <laughs> I could, could I could guess that age. one. <laughs> yeah, I could guess that one. But the thing of it is, is that he can cope, come into, you can come into Apostle AJ, any of you can come into any parts of my life that you want to, that you feel is necessary. Why is that? Because I represent you and you represent me. And we have relationship. And we are part of a kingdom a kingdom that's a kingdom of God. It's not your kingdom. It's not my kingdom. I don't have to agree with you. I can get ticked off with you and tell you, you know, you're really ticking me off right now. But the answer <laughs> to this is this, and I will do this. I don't agree with that necessarily, but I see a part in this that you're telling me, and it's for my good. I remember we were talking about something and I was telling you guys that I was going to bring my, everybody was talking about they're bringing their wife. I said, well, I'll bring my fiance to the. Uh, to, <laughs> and we I'll all said, my, what? <laughs> I bring my fiance to that. And Cal said, what fiance? 
<laughs> I haven't approved of nobody. <laughs> you said the same thing. And, 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 and uh, if most people would have heard that, they would have said, well, they don't have anything to do with it. But you do. There is no there is no place. There is no place in my life that is saying this is shut off to, yeah. to those that I'm accountable to. No, you allow people in your life to help bring correction, to help bring direction. When you allow people in your life like that, it produces maturity. It produces wisdom. It helps us to make right choices. You know, Romans 128 says that, and just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them <laughs> over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not proper. People are not doing things today that are proper because they have depraved, deprived minds. They have minds that are weak. They have minds that are no longer operating in a way that they should because they refuse to acknowledge God in their life. And the longer you refuse to acknowledge God, the more you allow the enemy to cause you to have a mind that is deprived. So people need to acknowledge God. And through acknowledging God, he begins to give you a mind, glory to God, that brings life and peace to your life. And there's so many people today, Dr. Baker, that our minds are messed up. I mean, bitter, angry, depressed, full of anxiety, full of fear, full of worry. And I'm not just not talking about non-Christians, I'm talking about Christians mm -hmm. because they refuse to acknowledge what you were just talking about, allowing other people to give them knowledge about God and knowledge about right and wrong and knowledge about the things that God wants to show them. And because of that, we have many mental issues in the church today because they're not allowing the Holy Spirit to use people in their life to bring them direction, to bring them correction, to bring them instructions for their life. Because that's what the word of God does. The word of God brings correction and instruction. It brings discipline. It helps us to have a mind that is stable, not tossed to and fro as a double-minded person, like the Bible says, because a double-minded person will receive nothing from the Lord. So we have to get our mind stable, strong, and the best way to do that is get the mind of Christ by allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to us, sometimes to us alone he speaks to us, and sometimes he speaks to us through one another. You just described the government of God. People do not want the government of God until we recognize something. There are people talk about the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom, but every kingdom has a government structure. That's right. And in that government structure, it is not living by yourself. I have no right. I have no right to uh, commit adultery. I have no right to uh, 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 to get drunk. I have no right to lie. I have no lie, no right to cheat. I had an opportunity even while I've been here to uh, uh, have something uh, that would make it easy for me to travel, easy for me to do this, easy for me to do that, and easy for me to do other things. And um, uh, all of these things, and I'm looking at this and I'm saying, wait a minute, 
There's no right. I have no right to allow a forger. I have no right to pretend. I have no right to lie. I have no rights because I live under the government of Almighty God. And the problem is, is this. People run from the government of God because they don't trust God. They say, no, I don't trust people. No, you don't trust God has nothing to do with people. Well, people let me down. No, you're saying God let me down. <clears throat> because if we trust in him with all of our heart, it says this in Proverbs, and lean not to our own understanding, which means lean not to the way that he will accomplish something or the way that he has it set up for our good, his glory, his purpose, uh, kingdom purpose, and all of those things that we would not try to control him. We people do not believe that God is who God is. And that's one of the biggest problems in the church because we get disappointed with God because he didn't show up and he didn't do things the way that he was supposed to do it or the way that I thought he was supposed to do it. We did not allow the governments of God. You see, the thing is, is this, the fivefold ministry is supposed to release the government of God, the governments of God into the earth, into the body. Why do you think that it says, I've given some gifts, I've given some here, some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, pastors, teachers, or however it is in that particular scripture. He says what? For the edifying, for the building up, for the uh, uh, for what it is that is, is my authority, in the in the ecclesia but if we don't go by the government how in the heck are we going to be able to to raise somebody up so that they That's can right. do what they're supposed to do i think it's and, because and, of the oh, mindset. let me finish this if we back off listen to this if we back off from bringing the government the culture the ways of god into the into the ecclesia then we are wimps and i ain't no wimp and i ain't gonna hang out with none so we are going to have to release the things that God wants released and it let, let, let it fall where it may, because this is what it is that he says. And in 2022, this is most needed, most needed. I mean, I'm running to some, I mean, I have some high profile people that are supposed to be believers, some that are non-believers and whatever it is and things that I'm interacting with. Uh, even here in New York, and people want to be able to rationalize why they do or why they don't do things. But we, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, better get into our position so that we can release God the way that he wants to be released in the earth. And this is our call. This is what, this is the government of God. And, and so, to have the mind of Christ, you need that full government. You don't just need a pastor. You just don't need a teacher. You need all five because the Bible says God gave all five of them to equip the saints. So if you're just getting one of them, then you're only getting half or a part of what you need. You need all five ministering unto the saints to equip them properly, to bring them into the unity of the faith and to bring them into the full measure and the full stature of Christ. Isaiah 26, 3 says this, the steadfast of mine, you will keep in perfect peace because he trusts in you. A steadfast mind trusts in the Lord. Mm -hmm. A steadfast mind doesn't go back and forth into fear and doubt and unbelief, but is steadfast in the Lord. And God says they are the ones 
who will have peace of mind. Hallelujah. The reason why people don't accept this word government that you're talking about today is because they think of government like the world's government, the secular government. And people, let's be honest, are so fed up with the government and the way they have done things, the way they've operated, um, you know, the lying, the manipulating, the cheating, uh, the, 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 just the garbage that has happened. But that's not the same government according to scripture. According to scripture, there's a kingdom government that looks like Christ, that looks like the kingdom, that has the Father's heart. And that government is going to represent heaven on earth. Hallelujah. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So God's government is a fathering government. God's government is a sonship government. God's government is a unity of love and oneness, hallelujah, that flow together to see God advance in all the world. The Bible says the whole earth shall be filled with his glory. Well, how's that going to happen? When Fivefold ministry gifts begin to equip the saints properly, and we all begin to operate as sons of God in the earth. Romans chapter 8 says that when these sons come forth, they will manifest the glory of God, and they will deliver this earth from its corruption, its evil, its ungodliness. When sons mature the weos of God that are rising up and the sons represent the father you what Jesus said when you see me you see the father hallelujah while well, we ought to get to a place where we say when you see us you see our heavenly father hallelujah amen because we have the father's heart in our life praise God well you know <clears throat> we can make an excuse the great church can make an excuse. I don't want to hear about government because you don't want to hear about government because the truth of it is, is that you're rebellious. I had to ask people, I've asked, uh, I, I, people say, I don't want to go to the church. I don't want to go to the organized church. Why? Because they hurt me. I said, oh, okay. Have you ever been in a relationship? You ever had a man that hurt you? Well, yeah, you, I, so I know you're finished with them. You'll never marry again, right? Well, that's not the same thing. So then quit the crap because don't do not do that. Don't do that. I don't want this because this happened to me. What do you think life is about? It's going through things. It's recognizing that this was one of the things because you put that government in, in a place of God, uh, of Godship. Instead of looking at the kingdom of God government, we cannot back off because people don't want to hear. We're not going to find the world's words and use the world's words in order to placate, in order to water down, in order to make weak and wimpy. I hate weak coffee. I hate weak anything. When I was in the world, when I drank, I drank double shots of scotch with beer bags. I did not want no water anywhere around any of the things that I had. I want what it is. I want the pure. I want the sharp. I want whatever it is because that's what's going to cut out these things and make it so that we stand and then the world is going to go. When we go into that system, when we go in, then we're bold. We are bold as lions. We're not wimpy type things. And I think that this is one of the things that we have done. 
We have soft soaked the word of God. We have made it so that nobody gets offended. The word of God offends. The word itself offends. So we don't give the word. It's just like we in, in the Bible and in, in, in all of these places. We say, Mary, uh, uh, this person slept with this person. They didn't do no sleeping. If they had been doing some sleeping, they wouldn't have had no baby. And, and so we, we make all of these things pretty. We talk about the politically correct. We do Christian correct stuff and it needs to stop the word of god is sharp it's powerful it's bold god i, I mean god put these things in there i started starting hebrew and i talked to one of my sons robin and uh he's on the on the uh thing too robin beach i talked to him and we were talking about the word of god and how how this hits and how sharp this is and uh, uh, all of that. So we need to realize, we need to bring forth powerfully that the government of God is in its place and the government of God and the governors of God are here to do the work so that you can be free. He shall know the truth and the truth shall make him free. And he says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Why are they destroyed for a lack of knowledge? Because them suckers rejected it. I don't want that. I don't want it like that. I want it pretty. Well, it's not pretty sometimes. That's not pretty. No. Isaiah 9 says that this government shall be upon his shoulders. Hallelujah. Amen. And God has given governments constantly in the earth to represent him here on the earth. You know, a lot of people say, well, I don't want to go to church no more because I've been hurt. I've been I've been disappointed. You know, the pastor fell and I got disappointed or they're taking the money the wrong way. And they make excuses after excuses to be rebellious. The Bible tells us to not forsake the assembly of ourselves together as the manner as some have. We've even allowed the coronavirus to stop us from coming to church and saying we don't have to go no more because we're afraid of getting the coronavirus. Well, I thought we don't operate by the spirit of fear. Hallelujah. God's not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and of a sound mind. I'm not saying to be foolish. I think we need to do all the right things to keep the people safe and to make sure things are right. But I also believe that we gotta stop making excuses to not get to where we're supposed to be. Why is there a house of God? First of all, there's a corporate people that God wants us to be together with. You cannot be the church all by yourself. You're called out as an assembly of people, not as an individual, because the hand cannot say to the foot, I have no need of you. We need one another. So when we come together corporately, God is able to use one another to be a blessing to one another, and that causes growth and maturity in the body. You cannot see a corporate anointing in your life until you come together with a corporate body. You cannot have the fivefold speaking into your life the way you need to. And it's not just from preaching. It's by relationship. Hallelujah. If you can't have a relationship with your pastor, with your prophet, with your apostle, then they're not able to properly equip you. Hallelujah. Amen. You need to be able to have a relationship. So all these excuses we make and why we don't gather together with the house. I don't care what day it is. I don't care if it's Sunday, Saturday, Friday. 
don't matter to me, hallelujah. The matter is, is you gather with the saints of God. Why? Because God's giving each and every one of us a measure of grace to be able to be a blessing to each other. And we are demonstrating to the world that we are the family of God by our love for one another, hallelujah. And that's what God is saying. I want to close off with a scripture. And you share with me on this scripture. Right now, but let me give you the scripture, then you can say what you want to say and close up on this scripture. Okay. It says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Go ahead and go. Hell okay, that, that, that oh, that's perfect. See, you, you do do something right. Anyway, uh, you know that people are talking about fear. I don't want to go into this church because of Corona, whatever. I've seen Corona in the grocery store. I've seen Corona in the shoe store. I've seen Corona in- They don't in, stop going to the grocery store, do they? No, and you don't stop going to those other stores either. Corona is in all those places. Corona, I'm sure, is in this hotel someplace that I'm in, but I'm still here. So the excuses that people that people use, I, I let people know, I, I'm, I'm saying this to people, stop being childish. Stop being tossed to and fro by your emotions. Allow God to come in. Allow him, allow the spirit of grace to come in and build you up and start to take those things and do what Paul said, forgetting those things that are behind. The, uh, uh, I press towards the mark. And this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, I have forgotten all the, the, the ministers that misused me. I have forgotten all of those things. In fact, they have been fuel. I take them, chew them up, and they're fuel. It's fuel for where it is that I'm going. If you keep your face going forward and knowing that God will not allow you to be tempted or not allow anyone to attack you above what he has already put on the inside of him, the part of Jesus he's put on the inside of you, uh, in order to be able to overcome it. He says that you're more than a conqueror from the inside. And let's Amen. start walking like that so we can do what we got to do and, and and stop playing around. I've been in this thing for 43 years and I've learned to take my disappointments, my hurts, things that people have done wrong to me. I've been backstabbed. <laughs> I've been lied upon. I've been persecuted. I've been threatened. I've been stolen from not just once or twice, but several times in 43 years of ministry. I think I got beat up more in the body of Christ than I did when I was a gang member. Hallelujah. <laughs> but I used all those things to make me a better person, to walk in a greater love. When I get abused or persecuted, I have the opportunity to be bitter and angry and want revenge, or I have the opportunity to walk in a greater love than ever before that I don't allow people to put me in a bondage in a captivity. Instead, I allow love to grow to a different dimension so I can handle whatever persecution, whatever attacks that are coming in my life, that I can still love even if I'm being mistreated. I can still love even if I'm being betrayed. I can still love even if people are falsely accusing me of things, that I continue to walk in the love of God. Why? Because God is is love hallelujah amen and they that walketh in love walk with god hallelujah amen so praise be unto god we are on a love and unity movement dr baker it is so great to have you a part of the council thank god for all that you're doing 
you got about 20 seconds here, give us some closing words and we will end. Hallelujah. Remember that your body, your life was meant for a purpose. And that purpose is for the spirit of the living God, the spirit of the fear of the Lord to live inside of you so that you can walk in the power in which he has. Walk as God in the earth and do something great. Amen. Let the Holy Spirit lead you, guide you, and direct you. Amen. Thank you for being with us today. It's been an honor to have you. Hallelujah. I am so glad. Praise God that we're on the same team. Hallelujah. And there's much work to do, but we're headed in the right direction. Please join us with Love and Unity broadcast every single Monday. We are on now for a whole hour. I hope you could join us. Go to love-unity.org and you'll be able to see where you can support us and help us to take love and unity across the nation and around the world. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, we are bringing fivefold together and we are going to see the advancement of the kingdom like never before. We love you. We're praying for you. God bless you. Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Amen and amen.